We have a money problem. Debt is everywhere. Our government has a debt of $21 trillion and counting. Total household debt reached $13.15 trillion by the end of last year. And of that debt, $8.88 trillion is mortgage debt. Student loan debt is almost $1.6 trillion, which is $620 billion more than credit card debt. <clears throat> so, let's face it. There is just a lot of debt. But what I wanted to talk about on this hashtag Money Monday is about some of the people who are living on the margins. Now, you may not realize it, but almost 8% of U.S. households don't have a bank account. Now, these people generally work for low income, and they either don't have a, a bank near them, or maybe they just can't afford the minimum balance that most banks require to open an account, or maybe they've just bounced one too many checks and aren't able to open an account because of it. So, what do they do? Well, I can tell you because it's something that I used to do back in the day. What you do is go to Walmart and at the customer service desk at Walmart, they will cash payroll checks for you. Thing is, if your check is below $1,000, they keep $3. Now, I'll tell you that I was not a huge fan of doing that, but at the time, it's what I had to do, and I had my money. So, what's some alternatives? One of the things that's come up recently is postal banking. Now, this isn't a new concept because between 1911 and 1967, the post office actually did offer savings accounts. But now, Senator Kirsten Chilbrand of New York is proposing that we bring back that concept and allow post offices to basically become mini banks. People would be able to go into the post office and cash their checks and may even be able to have some savings accounts there. So, what is, you know, a, a good... Why I think this is a good idea is because if you had a financial institution, if you had a bank that could partner with the Postal Service, they, you know, you could take this even further. You could offer people debit cards or even small loans, and that would certainly help put the squeeze on payday lenders, and we all know that payday lending is a major, major racket that is devastating lots of families, especially in low-income areas, and of course in low-income areas, if people can't or won't use banks, those banks will disappear from the low-income areas 
So then you have situations where they have no other choice but to go to check cashing services or go to Walmart. And if they're really not making a whole lot of money anyway, maybe one of those check cashing services is in the payday loan store and they might have to get a payday loan and then the, the vicious cycle just continues on and on. Now, you know, there's other options for people who don't have bank accounts like Amazon Cash, which lets people load money onto, you know, essentially a reloadable gift card. And, you know, there's other services, Walmart and PayPal have things like that as well. But the main takeaway from this episode that I want you to think about is... In order for us as a country to become more prosperous, it might make sense to bring as many people as we can to a place where they feel secure about where they keep their money and making sure that they get to keep all of it. You know, debt is a really, really big problem, but how people get the money they work for shouldn't be.